This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Another win, another clean sheet, but no favours from elsewhere this week. The title race rolls on. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. title race. I've mugged myself off there, haven't I? The promotion race rolls on. I'm not for one minute suggesting we're in the title race, or are we in the title race? Who knows? Um, Craig, are you feeling any different this week, or has the enormity of now, when everybody starts winning together, it all gets a little bit, oh, this is going to be a tough old running, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think in, in terms of what we feel at in addition to last, obviously last week was fantastic performance and a great result. But yesterday was just, just professional, wasn't it? It was job done. We knew what we needed to do. We did it, did it with very, very little fuss whatsoever, and just move on to well, two weeks' time as it is now. Dave, we're going to get into it. We'll talk about yesterday. We're looking at all the other fixtures at all the, at the table and all the permutations when the three teams. Um, especially Barnsley, the way they did it as well, all win at the same time. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean we'll get on to Barnsley in a bit. That was a that was a pretty good result. Pulled that one out of the bag late on, unfortunately. But uh, Plymouth, yeah, I mean fairly routine. You'd expect them to. We would expect them to turn over Forest Green, which they did apparently without too much fuss. Um, as we did the same against, well, I must say a very. Um, trouble this mic. A very physical Shrewsbury, I would say, yesterday. Yeah. Um, Dave, if you could possibly, please, just pull your mic a little bit forward. We're getting a little bit of... There we go. That will do. Right. Yeah. Um, welcome, everybody who's watching live on YouTube. If you're listening after the fact, you can join us at 8pm every Sunday on the YouTube channel. We will just say a few hellos. Lee, uh, Nige, Charlie, Gary, Muller, Elliot... Big Cheese Comedy, Big Ashley, cheese. Jack, Neil, Tony. I'm going to miss some people out, guys. There's loads and loads of people um, down here. I'll, I'll go from the bottom up, really. Eric, Colin, um, Dan, Michael, Zorak. Lots of regulars here. Um, we really welcome you. Get your comments in as we go. We'll try and read the odd one out, but we will, when we go to the questions, make it all about your input. All the more reason to join us live each and every Sunday. And if you are live, please do hit the thumbs up 
up button and help us out. So, Craig, a very, very surly press conference. I don't know if you saw it from Steve Cottrell um, going into this one. Um, not very happy with the amount of money we have in relation to I kind of understand where he's coming from, but it, um, it is what it is. And we've been the other side of that situation many times. And I'm sure Shrewsbury will face teams that are the other side of that. But um, this was a sticky one, wasn't it? We spoke a lot about set plays, about their ability to you know, dig in and get clean sheets. And they've had a really good season, frankly, haven't they? This was a tripwire, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and as the guys were saying on the pre-match show, um, they're just very efficient at what they do. You know, they don't um, pretend to be anything other than what they are. You know, they're a, they're a solid, dogged, um, rigid team, which do get results by virtue of, you know, playing to their, their strengths, which were... Um, in flashes, uh, we saw bits of it yesterday. Didn't we? The first half, they they did get a lot of balls into our boxes, you know, as soon as they probably could um, on a lot of occasions. And we did, in the main, um, cope with it well. Walton had to pull off a decent save in the first half, didn't he, from a, a Leahy header? But um, yeah, no, they were they were very much um, a step up from the certainly the home games that we played um, in recent in recent weeks. Dave, we've got this haves and have-nots narrative for League One. Honestly, you wouldn't have put Shrewsbury in, in the haves, and they're in that top 10, and then there's the gap beneath. It's, it just done a good job, hasn't he, Cottrell? However, no, yeah, he was before and after the game. Yeah, no, he was. Certainly was, wasn't he? No, they've had a really good season. Or having, a really, having a really good season, what, 55 points, something like that. Um, and probably up until a couple of weeks ago, on on a great run of form, I think they won five straight up to a couple of weeks ago. No, nice so, fixtures, Dave, wasn't it? Well, okay, but you know, you still winning five straight. You know, you've got aspirations, haven't you? And they're, you know, they're not a million miles away now. Probably yesterday's result was the put was a final nail for them. Probably won't you would wouldn't expect them to make to make the playoffs. But as Craig quite rightly said, um, yeah, they're very very good, very efficient at what they do. They get the ball in the box early and. Um, Again, as we said in recent weeks, <clears throat> you don't want to concede to these teams. And yeah, David, um, Davis Walton had to make a very, very good save from Lee Header. And then another save, I think, was it Shipley or someone late, later yeah. on in the, to his near post. So um, after we after we went one up. But um, yeah, um, quite physical, <laughs> uh, I would say. And yeah, as you say, dogged and robust, really. But yeah, very, very good at what they do, I think. We'll get to the town side in a minute. I'll just bang through the Shrewsbury team. Um, some calibre in there. Morosi was good for Coventry in Championship. Obviously, we know Matt Pennington, Jay Dunkley, Lanigan, Moore. That smells like four centre-backs across the back, mm-hmm. back line. Does it? Very Tony Pulis. Um, Luke Lay with um, Big Duck, Winchester, Bennett, Sex, Norwich, isn't he? Chipley, uh, Street on loan from Palace, um, Pike. Don't tell him your name. Yes. And um, in deference to Shrewsbury as well, I always press that wrong button. It's horrible, that view, isn't it? Um, I think Bay- uh, Bayliss got injured maybe last week. He's now out for the season. Udo is out for the season. Nurse is out for the season. So, um, yeah, I'll stop praising Shrewsbury. I'm, I'm trying to make it sound like we've beaten somebody because, frankly, in these big wins, maybe against um, Morecambe, uh, Forest Green, Burton of late, you couldn't necessarily say the same thing. Um, Gary, thank you so, so much. Five pounds uh, Super Chat. You can support via Super Chat. We we would just urge you to hit the thumbs up button, but if you want to be as kind as Gary has um, just been, you can do so. And um, we thank you very, very kindly. Right, um, Craig, Ipswich team then. This is getting familiar now, isn't it? Walton in goal. Yeah. Clark, Wolfenden, Burgess, Davis, Longo, Morty, 
Burns, Chaplin, Broadhead, Hurst. Are we almost in? Um, and I won't name the team because it'll annoy. But I remember a team going on a long winning streak and the manager, just while the winning streak went, not just don't change anything. Are we now in that mode now with every win this team just doesn't change now? Yeah, 100%. It looks it looks good. a good team now, doesn't it? Everyone knows what they're doing. You've got people like Clark now looking fully up to speed. <laughs> Um, from well, crikey, from a physical perspective, he looks bloody up to speed. Um, but from an understanding, uh, the guys in front of him, the guys inside him, um, Luongo and Morsi now looks like a proper, proper centre midfield partnership. Um, and Hurst is now, you know, having his having his best game since the last best game last week, sort of thing. So yeah, you, you, <laughs> that is now our starting eleven. You would have thought for for every game between now and the end of the season, you can't really see it changing. Horses for courses and bringing Ladapo in for for any any reason because you know Hurst does now look um, certainly more mobile and now goal scoring threat. Uh, David, ten euros on the super chat. Thank you so so much. Thank you, Gary and David, for their kind contributions in the chat. Make sure you ask a question in the um, segment later. Dave, you like the you like the balance of this this team now? It looks yeah, it looks. Nice on paper to make more sense than not saying the teams didn't make sense, but it, it really, it really just kind of looks good. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. A well-oiled, well-oiled machine, I would say at this moment in time. Um, yeah. And yeah, at times yesterday, they was just sort of going through the gears really at times, um, really easy on the eye. Um, you know, Luongo's come in, played alongside Morsey and obviously we'll, I think we'll, we'll get to Morsey and his, um, yellow card avoidance which has been absolutely <laughs> something to behold really um because i don't think it's greatly affected his performances and certainly the last couple of games that um you know luongo started is probably morsey's say back to his best in his form ever really did i don't think it really ever did but absolutely superb so yeah right the way through the team you know burgess we said it before burgess wolf and then um you know clark Clark Burns, Morsey, Luongo, and yeah, I mean Hurst up front is uh, he's a he's a physical specimen, isn't he? he doesn't mind putting it about, and uh, yeah, talented. You can see now, talented boy, real real talent. Um, Dave's alluded to it now, and you have as well, Craig. Are we noticing the extra physicality in terms of the size of Clark and Hurst, and the speed of and directness of Broadhead? Yeah, uh, yes, you are, and also the speed and directness of Clark. You know, um, okay. The the guy on the guy I sit with Glenn. He he said yesterday that he, he just looks Clark just not Glenn. Clark just looks like a proper modern footballer. He's big. He's strong. He's quick. He's direct. Now every everything he does is with intent. Whether it's tackling someone or whether it's you know going forward with the ball or passing the ball to Burns. Everything he does is yeah. with purpose and intent, and it just gets us. And this is no disrespect to Danassi, and he's done fantastically well. But again, you're seeing another step up from the purchase that was made in January. Similar to Broadhead, it's a step up from Harness, um, who wasn't doing a bad job. He's probably just like him. a little yeah. bit below standard. Yes, yeah, right. Um, but you know, it's it's a hell of a step up in that respect. Luongo to Humphreys, it's you know, no disrespect again to Humphreys because he's a kid <laughs> learning his trade, mm. but. Luongo is two or three levels above what Humphreys is. And as a result, it's freeing up more. You know, we hopefully everything's just gelling and coming together at exactly the right time. It's just a question of whether 
you know, we can um, rely on other people to, to do a job for us ab- above us, if you know what I mean. Just going to read a few comments before we get into the action. Nigel um, Hurst is a, cl- is a class act in the making. Surely, uh, Gary, consistency seems the approach. Uh, d- 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 there was one word I want to read there. Harry Clark will score a thunder start uh, before the end of the season. We will find out. Now, uh, Dave, you talked about a well-oiled machine. Talk to me about the pattern from kickoff. Um, the first goal, and answer me, is Wes Burns now in form? Yeah, I'd say he's probably back to back to where we, um, yeah, back to where we saw him last season. Last season, I think. I mean, yeah, from the off, um, yeah, we were in the ascendancy. But as Craig said, Walton had to make a very good save from Lee. Very good cross from Pennington. I've got to say, absolutely first time pinging cross. Um, uh, yeah, we, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, we're pretty much in the ascendancy. I can't remember any glaring chances, particularly. Can you, Craig, before the before the goal? But the goal was just a, a, a again a bit like the goal last week, a thing of beauty, but with a couple more passes, really. So it's just so simple, really. Um, Walton takes his time, just I think, just eventually sort of squares it to Wolfen and plays a pretty much a straight ball to Chaplin, who's in acres of space. They've been drawn across um, wide right. He carries it on, I think, just inside their half. Just plays a straight ball down the line to Burns, and he's at his he's at his fullback. And Burns did really well what he did last season. Just he's got that he's got that extra yard of pace. Just makes it makes makes a yard. Doesn't really go past the defender. Makes a yard. And again, it's such a great ball because he doesn't, you know, he just chips it into a good area. And if you really, again, you look at the, you look at the Hurst, the cleverness of Hurst and the movement of Hurst. He goes, he comes, and he goes again. I think he gets between Dunkley and I think maybe Leahy again, and just it's just a great header, isn't it? Takes the pace off the cross and angles it across Maroney in the far corner. Great, really, really pretty goal. Great goal. Craig, I don't want to open up Pandora's box, but I'm going to. Remember, we had that god awful week around Bristol Rovers and Cambridge where anybody who possibly suggested that adding elements of direct play may be an assistance uh, was kind of um, yelled as some technical Luddite, you know, don't, you know, trust the process, blah, blah, blah. It is great to see these two really lovely direct goals. You can have direct football in a passing system like we've seen with this partnership now with with um, Burns and Hurst. And hopefully, is Kieran McKenna now giving us the best of both worlds with pattern of play, but players that can turn the opposition, players that can, you know, cross a ball and do direct things at speed as well. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was noticeable yesterday, as sort of Dave was saying there, about Wolfenden having acres of space and, and Chaplin on the right. Morsey had a lot of time, didn't he? In, in the centre, they were passing out to Morsey. And completely opposite to um, how Accrington planned against us last time, he had time to just stand on it, turn and enter um, Shrewsbury's half, really. The amount of pose- territorial possession we had was remarkable in the first half. We were mm. encamped in their half. Um, they were basically letting us have it. But what, what was noticeable, is, as, as you say, Ben, we were doing things a bit more quickly in the final third. It was mm. one touch, it was two touch. Um and we just seem to be on it from the from the very first um, reverse whistle. As Dave says about the Hurst the Hurst movement, what's also good if you watch the replay, he's, he's watching Dunkley as well all the time. Yeah, yeah. So he knows when when Dunkley's looking one way, he's he's gone. You know, he's look, looking behind him. And Hurst has made that run to the back to make the run to the front post, and the cross is on its way. It's just a, a really great guy and a really fantastic run. So, do you agree with that, Dave? Dominant 
dominant first half. I mean, I, I yeah. sound, sound like I'm, I'm being a little bit um, whiny. We have got the second goal in first halves of late. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, whilst it was 1-0, <clears throat> you know, they, as, as we said, they had enough about them. Um, after the goal, Walton had to make a pretty good save, I think, from Shipley on his near post. Um, really good bit of defending um, from You liked Burgess Shipley at Coventry, didn't you, Dave? In that yeah, 19 yeah, yeah, season, he's, he's, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he, was, he was all right yesterday. Um, really good bit of defending by Burgess on the back post with a little ball across the six-yard box. Um, but other than that, did their keeper have too much to do? Probably not. Luongo no. had a pretty good header, didn't he? He got his angles wrong. Um from a you know not again that was a bit of ball played into Hurst's feet he put run around the corner quite high to Burns first time cross and yeah probably um if it had been the other way around and Hurst had been in that position he might well have buried it but Luongo just got his angles wrong there but yeah at one nil you know big physical side like to get the ball in the box set place yeah you're not you're certainly there wasn't a degree of nervousness at half times we played really well we may be far the better side really really well but um yeah whilst it's one nil you always it's it is that nagging um, nagging doubt there, and as you well, say, Dave. Sorry, sorry, but as you said, Dave, um, Christian Walton probably was the had to be the more was. alert of the two goalkeepers in the first half, didn't he? Because yeah, those did. those two saves he had to make. You can't not be alert against a, a good you know set play side like Shrewsbury. I'm just remembering that game they had it was Duncan Ferguson's first game for Forest Green. Wait, they basically just scored three goals at the end. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah. Funny enough, their set plays, I think, weren't brilliant. I was expecting a bit more, actually, the delivery and no. stuff. I mean, I think we defended them really well, to be fair, but they weren't great, really, were they, Craig? I didn't think. I no. think perhaps they didn't really have that many, to be fair, but... No, no. no. Not many. Um, not, they, they certainly had more... There were more long throws in the last yeah. couple of games, weren't there, than, than, than yeah. the one that we had at the, at the weekend, noticeably so. We, we, uh, into the... Into the second half, um, and we're going to mention them a lot later on, but Plymouth laid down the um, gauntlet with a quick second goal after half time to kill their game. And we did the same, Craig. Yeah, yeah, we did. And, but as you say um, just now, Ben, about us having scored the second goal uh, in the first half um, recently, it did take didn't take that long, thankfully, into the into the second half. Because you say you're always a little bit on edge um, should a, a corner or a free kick get slung into your box. Um, but previous to us scoring, we'd actually had a goal disallowed for offside, which transpires may or possibly not have been um, offside, where Morsey dinked it out to Davis, who hit it first time back across the box to Chaplin. Um, there, there, there was some funny officiating. Certainly from the linesman, I thought yesterday, the, the, the linesman that was in front of us had a... Had a strange game. I think the linesman out in the in front of the Portman Terrace um, yeah. was getting pelters for balls potentially not going out and being given out. Um, but yeah, so talk, talking about the officials, actually, this is where the referee did 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 a good job because Clark um, played the ball. I think it was Clark played the ball out to Burns on the right on the touchline, um, <laughs> and Burns knocked it inside to Chaplin and went to make his run down the wing and got basically bundled into the advertising hall. He's clotheslined, didn't he? Clotheslined. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, on his, he's on his backside and the referee is basically going to blow his whistle, but he just yeah, lets, good. lets to see what happens yeah. with Chaplin, see what transpires. And as it turns out, Chaplin picks the ball up. Yeah. Um, he runs into the space that Burns would have been in, um, cuts inside Shipley and Leahy, gets inside the box. I think it's Flanagan that eventually blocks his shot. But as it happens, Luongo's running pretty much full pelt into the box at the same time, and it falls to him on the volley, and he side foots it home first time. So yeah, I, I think that was that was one of those ones where you you looked at the referee and thought, oh, he's going to turn around and celebrate here. Like uh, who was it that did that in the Premier League? One of the refs got pelters for it, didn't they, for celebrating a 
maybe Durkin or someone like that a few years celebrating ago. Celebrating the advantage. Celebrating giving him the advantage, yeah, exactly. Because it was it was that was very good refereeing. It was. And he just let it let it go, let it go. Okay, now you've got the advantage, you're gonna carry on. And yeah, thankfully, um I so said the ball deflected, fell to Luongo, yeah, side foot home beautifully, first time. Uh, we'll Great come finish. to you in a sec, Dave, just real quickly. Uh, Dominic, thank you so, so much in the chat. Super sticker there, um, 4 99 Thank you guys so much for the support. Three of them already, um, fantastic stuff. So we really, really do appreciate that. Do hit the um, thumbs up button as as well. That's absolutely free, Dave. I'm sorry, your, your reflection on the goal. No, it's just, it's just sometimes I watch Chaplin. It's almost unfair. He's playing in that division, to be fair. He's so good, isn't he? Such a, such a great, great player. Um and the, the, just the finish from Luongo, as Craig said, he sort of arrives in the box sort of late. Um, you know, feature yesterday, we're getting bodies in the box and just a great finish. It's not an easy finish. You know, as, as Craig said, he was running full pelt and just side-footed it, angled it across the keeper. Absolutely. And he was brilliant. Luongo was very, very good yesterday. Mm. What I like, Dave, is we're, we hear it in the press conferences and we now see it on the pitch. The growing understanding Kieran McKenna seems to have now that maybe obviously you wouldn't have from coaching Man United of the very specific beast that League One is and we were talking about it simple things that you've been talking about for years Dave get a third man central midfield runner into the box do you know what yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, no, starting I, I to think... learn those things in attritional games and I really think so and I, and I think so and it just shows the guy doesn't it you know Luongo okay we knew Luongo 10 years ago didn't we and um you know we knew he was a player at this level Sheffield Wednesday obviously didn't work out for him at, at Middlesbrough and a player signs and he's injured for what six weeks probably maybe probably was six weeks um made a little cameo against Burnley didn't he <clears throat> and you think well okay but and again, this is, as Craig said earlier, this is no disrespect to Humphreys, but in a game like yesterday, quite a physical game yesterday, Humphreys could well have struggled in that game and that they then would have taken, you know, taken, no doubt have taken on some, um, Morsey would have, would have assumed, would have wanted to assume a much more responsible, perhaps dominant role. Um, so, yeah, for, I, I don't know what Craig thought. I thought Luongo was, man of, was my man in a match yesterday. Just yeah. everything he did is so good. That's the thing. Like, it was every, it was everything he did because it wasn't just his on. It wasn't just on the ball where he was no. like breaking the lines. He's passing. He was winning the ball back, wasn't he? Multiple times he was getting his foot he's he's good getting at stuck that. in. He was being brave. There was a first half where he won the um, free kick right on the edge of the box. He won. He went out for a header, knowing damn well he's going to absolutely clattered here, but did it to it's to good. win his team the free kick. You know, he just it was an all round centre midfield performance. And, I, yesterday. and I've seen it mentioned on the Telegram group he could well be the best of the three signings. He could well turn out to be the most important and the best of the three. A point that was um, made uh, in ITV land yesterday as well, that you can have your million pound fullbacks, but a bit of, <laughs> a bit of experience in central. Yeah. And Dave, you've mentioned it so many times over the years of the pod. Sometimes you stumble on something. The plan was yeah, obviously <laughs> Morsi and Evans, Evans. Yeah. the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Um, Luongo comes in as a bit of depth and he's, going to finish out the season next and maybe season. even you know again it's, it's we, we must sort of you know just give a thought to to poor poor edmondson who's out who's out again for the season you know maybe again if he'd have stayed fit it perhaps would have been wolford and then you know clearly was first choice center half at the start of the season but fitness has fitness has meant his his lack of all his injuries has meant you know burgess has got had an extended running aside and i think 
yeah, going back to the perhaps Cambridge game, Bristol Rovers game, there was some again some doubt over him, but he's been magnificent in these last few games. You know, these these last, you know, I think he was again at Brist, uh, at Bolton last week, but you know, even those those home games where yeah we had a lot of possession, you switch off. I think he's he's been absolutely superb, and he really stood up. He was brilliant again yesterday, wasn't he? You know, was, yeah, he was winning balls, those long throws in the box, and pretty much you know winning everything. So yeah, again, perhaps with chanced upon that sort of thing and it gives as I said before I, I think it just gives a better balance left foot right foot um, Craig we'll do this slightly differently I'll give you the numbers now and you can tell me how the game was seen out just to go with my complete confirmation bias although I think you've already spelled out the narrative so 65-35 town on the possession um, 1.36 hour actually look at that 0.36 conceded that is um, excellent despite Welton having to make a couple of saves 22 Shots, Craig, just the one big chance. But um, in all the interviews, um, Kieran McKenna seems to have been banging this drum of, right, you're going to have a lot of the ball. You've got to move it quickly. You've got to bide your time. You've got to be sharp. And it, um, I assume you're going to tell me that's how the game played out after goal two. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, as we said at the beginning, it was just a professional performance. Certainly once it went to 2-0, the game was just just seen out with very little um, threat. You know, Shrewsbury remained you know, rigid, dogged, but we weren't really in any any trouble other than a, a corner here or there putting under the box under the bar, which um, Walton dealt with in the main part from being landed on. I think at one point wasn't he by um, by Dunkley and had a bit of a, a break in play. But as Dave said, we you know we dealt with the aerial threat, and um, whether that be Wolfenden or whether that be Burgess, but then also. Davis, you know, Davis wins his fair share of headers, doesn't he? He seems to Both. seems to jump pretty much when the ball's being kicked, let alone when it's approaching you, and just sort of hangs there, doesn't Jerry's he? He's good in the air. Burns was good in the air yesterday. Burns won everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, he had to yesterday. Yeah, yeah both then, wide, both wide players. But then again, that probably shows that even as a team, they're they're getting used to League One and you know League One styles of football. You know, they're now standing up to that. Um, more physical um, aerial barrage as well. So, and what was also there was there were, there were many times yesterday where it didn't things just didn't quite come off. Whether we had lots of chance in and around the box, there was little flicks mm. and passes that Crikey thought if that had gone through, that'd been a hell of a goal. There was a passage of play right in front of Dave in the first half. I can't remember. So when Hurst involved. hit the post, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was played into Hurst, wasn't it? Uh, Clark, wasn't it? Clark. Clark plays a, second, a little ball into Chaplin, who plays yeah. a ridiculous five yard. No eyes ball almost inside, doesn't he? But then Hurst takes this one touch with his right, hit with his left, it hits smacks against the post, doesn't it? So they're just a team playing full of confidence. And they're all what they're all they're all just so trusting each other. You know, they they know that they're good they're good players. They know they're good players at this level. And now they've got not only have they got the understanding, they're sort of trusting each other with balls pinged into feet and then now they're running off each other, they know each other where each other are running at certain times. You know, they look like a proper well drilled coach. And it's just lovely. It's just lovely to watch, you know. It's easy on yeah. the eye, and it? it's really nice. It's really yeah. nice to watch. Um, yeah. And yeah, we right, that, right the way through the team. And that's one thing we must we mustn't forget because I had a one of these um, back in the day history things pop up on my Facebook, and it's I took my little girl to her first match seven years ago today. Ipswich Town nil, Rotherham one. Leon, Leon Best. Best. Yeah. Leon Best. Yes. Warnock was manager, wasn't he? Well, that was not the best game to be introducing a not the um, six-year-old girl to at the time. Douglas Skews and Hyam three-man central midfield. Axis, well, three-man yeah. Axis, I think it probably was. Made our poor mate 
GB loses his <laughs> <laughs> mind over on Pace. Naked Foot. But just, you know, it wasn't that long ago we were, we were watching that sort of um, <laughs> style of football ourselves. Um, right, guys, let's not labour, this is, sounds silly, on on the match. Let's we'll, we'll go into what else went down in the kind of promotion shake-up, and then we'll go to your questions. So don't stick your questions in um, yet, chaps, and we will get to them very, very imminently. But... Uh, over the weekend in League One, uh, Sheffield Wednesday won, Bolton won. Uh, <clears throat> Wednesday, 23 matches unbeaten, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, games in hand. It's amazingly tight still, but I think there's enough credit in the bank for me to still have them as uh, champions-elect looking at their running. Uh, Lincoln Neil Peterborough 3 is not... I, I don't like that one little bit because <laughs> um, they're gaining on Bolton and... I don't like the idea of playing Peterborough in the playoffs just on a... They they can score two goals in a playoff game quite easy. But anyway, there yeah. you go. Um, Stanley nil, MK1. Huge win for MK down wow. bottom. Bristol Rovers nil, Pompey 2. Uh, Cambridge 1, Charlton 2. Cheltenham 3, Exeter 1. Shocker. Derby nil, Fleetwood 2. And uh, we'll, we'll see um, what the chat says on this as to whether Derby's downturn is maybe happening one week too soon because... Uh, yeah. And they've got they've got Peterborough next Saturday as well. The um, EFL yeah. highlights are going to be emanating from Peterborough next weekend, so we'll be all over that. But very interesting to see what Derby are up to ahead of our meeting with them. Uh, Morecambe one, Oxford one helps neither team particularly. There's the big one: Plymouth two, Forest Green nil. We learn very little because Forest Green are absolutely dreadful, aren't they? But Plymouth are still pumping out the home points more of a difficult game on Tuesday that we'll get to. Mm. Uh, Port Vale 2, Burton 3, and Wickham nil. Barnsley 1. Barnsley kind of labouring, not playing that well. Bringing in a player who hasn't really done a lot this season. Hail Mary, get him off the bench. Getting the win there. Churning it out. So, Craig, where are you with, um, with this now? Or is this a conversation for five minutes time where We've not really learnt a hell of a lot. Plymouth are very good. Sheffield Wednesday are probably still in a little um, conversation on their own and Barnsley are uh, coming strong. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, that Barnsley one was a bit of a kick in the... It was a bit of a blow, wasn't it? It was, <laughs> yeah, kick in there. I was going to say, yeah, especially if you thought, well, get correct, you know, if they drop two points uh, to Wickham, that's going to do us a favour. But I think we just need to look up the table rather than, rather than back. You know, there's... All that you can pretty much guarantee those teams that got playoffs are now looking at us and thinking, "Crikey, that's a that's a team. We are now the feared team, aren't we? You know, let's not concern ourselves about anybody else. You know, the post, the Barnsley postponement actually is um, probably worth having a little chat about. We, I'll, I'll do a straw poll in that. I'm fascinated to see what the chat says about that. Keep your powder dry on that one, chat. I think we'll be split right down the middle on on that one. I'm going to be fascinated to um, reckon. See, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, the, the, the people will. People, people, I'm split down the middle on it, so the people will will tell us. We'll see what you guys have to say as well. Obviously, Dave, uh, reflections. Um, can, can you um, drill in a bit on Derby as well? Yeah, whether, that was a that whether was a... whether they are they dropping two? Will, will they have bounced back by the time we play them? <sighs> you'd, hope, you'd hope not, but yeah, that was a that was a surprise. That was that was a real surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, Fleetwood and um, yeah, seemingly you know saw the saw the edited highlights. Seemingly quite deserved it. I think they threw one. 
I think McGoldrick was benched when he came on at half time or 44 minutes, 44 minutes. Yeah. And even for once he didn't, he didn't have an impact. So yeah, great, great result for Fleetwood. Um, Yeah. I mean, just getting back, Sheffield Wednesday are just resilient, aren't they? And you expect them to stay the course, but Hell of a game this midweek coming up, isn't it? Hell of a I game. I will be there on Tuesday. You I'm said there. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah what a, what a game. It. And I think, did I not see somewhere? I think they're playing, before we play Derby April the 1st, they're playing three times. Yes. Three times before that. We'll, we'll, got... we'll get into all of okay, this Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. We'll, um, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, Peterbrook. And I mean, they can obviously they can certainly concede, but they can score seemingly. Well, other than what well, other than last week, I think it was they can, can they can score seemingly at will. And um, I yeah, really... personally, Dave, sorry to interrupt. I do think Bolton will stabilise. I just don't like yeah. the idea of Johnson, Clark, Harris, basically, and you know, Burrows, Poku, Taylor. Yeah, and of course, and of course, we've we've got to go there, haven't we? We have. um, We've still got to. uh, We've still. (laughs) We've still got to go there. So, um, yeah, if if, I think if I'm pushed, Sheffield Wednesday. You say that, you know, they lose. I don't even want to think about them losing Uh, to Barnsley. I can't. I don't know. Dave, their next eight games Wednesday after they play Barnsley are all against bottom half teams. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. So here's, look, I'll I'll throw to Craig now. Here's where I am with it. Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday both have better runs in on paper. Please save the comments, blah, blah, blah. You know, teams scrapping for their lives. I'm just telling you what the league table says, okay? You can interpret that how you see fit. No disrespect. I don't care. We'll see what happens in the future. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Wednesday have got two more games of easier running than Plymouth have. So, Craig, I still maintain if we're doing this, we're doing it the hard way and we'll bloody well deserve it going to Derby and... Uh, Peterborough and Barnsley in the running. But what about Tuesday night, Craig? Accrington away 
for Plymouth, if they were to lose that game, they would then become a sitting duck in terms of Ipswich and Barnsley would be able to pass them with games in hand. Forget about Sheffield Wednesday for a minute. Are you optimistic about Plymouth, who's away for me, is not good. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly, and let's be honest, if they don't win, that's a result, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And if yeah, if John Coleman can stop whining and moaning for a couple, two or three not days. Good, absolutely and, not going to happen. happen. No, two or three days and happen. set his team up to, to win a game of <laughs> football. That won't, nice, that won't happen, it? will it? <laughs> It'll be someone else's fault if they don't happen to uh, to win. Um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's a long old trek on a on a Tuesday night from Plymouth to, to Accrington, isn't it? So, yeah, there's there's every chance they will drop points. You say, Ben, they're not spectacular. They're certainly not as spectacular away from home as they are at home. Um, and 52 points, Craig, at home. Yeah, Plymouth. absolutely. They'd be about 10th or 11th on the back of that alone, <laughs> wouldn't they, I think? Um, so, yeah, and, and as as you say, again, about Sheffield Wednesday having played their games, by the time, by the time we get to play Derby, things will be a hell of a lot clearer, won't they? Because yeah. things would have been evened <laughs> up. Plymouth could be top. Yeah, they yeah could be. conversely, Sheffield Wednesday could be over yeah, the hill and over the and horizon. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Wednesday played both of they got their two games in hand this midweek at Barnsley. Then, and this is this is my thing. Tuesday night is massive for Barnsley, I think, mm. because Sheffield Wednesday yeah. can lose to Barnsley. Then they play Forest Green, Cheltenham, somebody else at the weekend. If they if, even if they they could lose five nil to Barnsley, win the next three, bang, 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 and. Yeah, over yeah, the hills yeah. and far away with the games, the games in hand. But Dave, if if Barnsley break that twenty-three match undefeated streak oh, yeah. Wednesday, yeah, do, do they then, in terms of momentum and whatever, I say that'd be a huge result, wouldn't it? That yeah. would really, really be a huge result. And for for us, look, we we as, as we say the old cliche, we see it so much on our Telegram. Going, let's just take care. Let's take care of the games, you know, our games as they come. And, you know, we're the team with momentum. We're the team with, you know, with the best record in the division now. Last six games, one six on the spin. Ridiculous. Um, You know, let's let's take that forward. But, yeah, a Barnsley Barnsley victory over Sheffield Wednesday would think, (laughs) oh, yeah, would... um, I don't know know what's what's the best outcome for us in that game to keep Sheffield Wednesday a draw? Well, Sheffield Wednesday win. I genuinely Sheffield Wednesday win. Yeah. Well, because Dave, the whatever the outcome of that, yeah, could good then, point. Yeah, could they're going to beat Forest Green. Yeah, literally, a, you know, a week. The best outcome is nothing to do with that game, frankly. I think. I think the best outcome probably, is uh, an Accrington, Accrington yeah, scraping right. a point or something yeah. against. And uh, Craig, my take is whatever happens between Barnsley and Wednesday happens between hmm. Barnsley yeah, and Wednesday. Because the truth is, with Barnsley they can reel us in on April the 25th. So, look, let's go to the chat here, um, guys. I want a straw poll on this one. Just give me a yes or no. Um, Assuming the players were available to play and you've got Ipswich six straight wins, Barnsley nine wins in 11, would you have preferred to actually play Barnsley on March the... It would have been March the 25th, wouldn't it? Um, Mm -hmm this coming Saturday. Would you prefer to play the game in our current run, but we've also with Barnsley on the current run, or are you happier that it goes towards the end of the season? And that, my friends, is going to be one of the tensest games Possibly. in Good. Ipswich's recent history. It's going to be three from the end. Let me know, um, guys, in the chat. Would you prefer to play it, assuming we did have Broadhead, etc., uh, etc., oh. et and, you know, the players weren't missing. Yeah. Would you have preferred to play it 
this weekend or do you like kicking it down the road? Let me just see um, what the guys are saying in the chat and then you guys can come. Uh, let me just quick a big thank you. Nathan, uh, $7 Aussie dollars, uh, $7.99. Morning from Melbourne, everyone good performance. Nine more wins to go. Thank you, Nathan, for the super chat. Uh, right. It is going to be split, isn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, play now. No, yes. I want to play them tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't play. No, no. I think the no's have got it. Yes, yes, no, yes. Happy to play. I knew it was going to be. The no's have it. The no's have it. Cluffy, I knew it was going to be split. Cluffy, um, said, Cluffy said to Robson in 81, I want to pay, play you on the beach tomorrow night. Can I, right, I'll give my view and then we'll go to Craig, then we'll go to Dave. I like it postponed, personally. I, I, I think I like the gap. You know, have a little bit of a, a recoup and really charge at those last bits. Um, the run, okay, we've got to play Derby, but the run can maybe be protected without having to go to Barnsley. And uh, as as was used a lot during COVID about politics, Craig, kick it down the road and we'll deal with it. Deal with it later. Was my take. What's your take, Craig? Yeah, I think. Knowing that the knowing that we weren't having Broadhead, knowing they weren't having Burns, then you postpone it because you know we've got momentum, but they are part of the momentum that we have built. Um, certainly, the the form that Burns is now in, and that Broadhead has been in for a, a few weeks, there's there's no real reason to have played it, especially because I don't think Barnsley Barnsley missing one player, I think as well. So you know you're you're you're, not, you're doing yourself a disservice by um, going ahead with it. So I've got no issue at all with it being postponed as you say ben i think what they'll do now is they've got two weeks haven't they to basically take it i think mick mill said it on the radio actually yesterday after the match treat it like a mini pre-season you know get yourselves ready because we're now we've now got a sprint to the 8th of may no first of may is was it whatever that weekend uh, eighth. In, in fleet eighth. yeah eighth. um yeah so you know just treat it as this is now a block of fixtures that we can Nine now games. fully fully prepare for yeah that's right and you know, just let them loose from from Derby onwards, really, to finish off the season. What's your yeah, take, I mean, Dave? Yeah, we can't we can't be going into these games with any less confidence, can we? I mean, what what a run, you know, best run since gone, Craig. You say it, ninety one, ninety two, isn't it? I believe the Witten Juggernaut, wasn't the it? Witten it Juggernaut. Was... I think it think that did. I checked that. That ended with a Witten winner against Watford, Watford I think. Away. Hey. Yes, indeed. There yeah. you go. There, there you go. Um, it's an interesting one. In between that game, Derby have got Peterborough away on the 20th um, this weekend, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's... Yeah, um, Derby got hard running. It's got Sheffield Wednesday, but Wednesday will probably be up um, by then, won't they? So Dar- Derby's a funny one, actually. But as you talk, just quickly referring back to yesterday's results, that as you said, Ben, you know, McGoldrick come on on 44. I think they made two subs on 44 minutes and two subs at half-time. He, so was, right. he, he was furious. Been, of course, can you imagine, even, yeah. what, can imagine what the change room was like at half-time? Well, yeah. but this is, and this is the moment now where that either jolts them and they win five of the next yeah. six, which <laughs> they're coming up against us. Or, yeah. uh, you know, if, if Peterborough beat them next week, are you then looking at, are they a sitting duck for Darren Ferguson and Johnson Clark Harris to overtake them? Guys, Get your questions in now. We'll go to the questions segment imminently. Um, guys, from my seat here, the comments move well quick, so stick a question mark at the end of it. Some people put a cue in front of it, Dave, which helps me out as well. If you want your question read, do it that way. Um, I've got stuff from Rich. Um, ITFC women, top of the league, courtesy of a 4-1 away win, at struggling Crawley. Crawley has struggled in the 
Uh, actually, they probably had a good win yesterday in League Two, didn't they, in the uh, men's and women's game. Goals from Gray, Godfrey, Horwood and King Town atop, courtesy of Oxford's game at Watford, being postponed. Get your questions in, guys. Um, and Dave, plug for the Telegram. If you join the Telegram, you may be able to come and eat dinner with us in a couple of weeks as well. <laughs> so, I, so, I, so I understand. This was my idea if you don't like it. So I, so I understand. Yeah, there's a kind of a curry club meet up um obviously Ipswich have got the coffee club we've got the blue monday curry club which is um i think it's having his first um his first get together on thursday the 30th of march i believe and if you join up on telegram two week free trial come and join us come and chew the fat craig chew the blooming madras well, not, more like not, not in zyker i don't think they'll be better than that <laughs> He's given away. He's given away. The location. Away. They don't need to sign oh, up. Though. He's given away the location and the date as no, well. No, 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 no. Live that was the, re- the reported. The the the, the <laughs> mooted. The mooted location. I'm well, not I've sure. given we, it away we, now. Anyway. We, we actually tried one out last night, actually, but not not Zyka. But anyway, there you go. right, yeah. guys. There's loads of questions, so um, we'll we'll try. I say this every week. You guys listening, we'll try and move through quickly. They won't answer quickly. I promise. You, uh, where are we going to start? Uh, Lee, Craig, uh, what do we make of the Colby Bishop interest as it stands? Would we rather keep Hurst? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Hurst is a completely different uh, level to, to Colby Bishop. That was an interesting one, actually, wasn't it? I don't really understand what, why we... It's sort of on the back of, if we were to get promoted, Phil in TWDT, was, his story was on the back of the report saying that if we were to get promoted, we'd be look. He's one of the names that we're looking at. But yeah, I don't know. We're not sure we're looking at thousands, but I'd imagine a lot of them are of a higher. No disrespect to Colby Bishop, but of a higher. Having a great seventeen, yeah. I think for Pompey. yeah, 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 yeah. In in League One, but you know, if we're getting promoted to the Championship, you would have thought we'd be looking at um, George Hurst level strikers rather than Colby Bishop level strikers. I would have thought he uh, he, he would he would be one. I would have thought we'd go for. If we didn't get promoted and couldn't get George Hurst back, yeah, in yeah. League One, uh, Dave, uh, who is back up for Edmondson now? Is that Keo, or could you see a bit of a reshuffle? I think it probably is Keo, isn't it? As it as it stands, as I said before, Edmondson's out for the season, so Clark could potentially play there. Play there, I guess. Don Ball has played there, I think. So maybe, but you would probably think that um, it, it possibly would would be Keo. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a blow, Edmondson, isn't it? I mean, I think mm. John Jules, again, would have been a great asset. He's a great player. Would have been a great asset for us. But I think, you know, in that role, we've got enough. We've certainly got more than enough cover for the John for for that particular role. You know, perhaps the perceived ten role. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, bit of a concern. Bit of a concern that. Uh, I do wonder. I do wonder if that'd be Don, Don Ball. To be honest, now he's possibly now he's, right, Craig. Now yeah, he's back. I'm going to move you on, guys. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Slightly presumptuous question from MJ, but I like it. Um, if we go up, do you think we could do a Chris Wilder Sheffield United for a few years ago, i.e. finish ninth and then finish second? <laughs> High standards. What, you, what do you think, Craig? They re- Let's be fair, though. They really, there was a tactical side to that that we wouldn't have that just completely caught the championship by surprise, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but, you know, as we've seen with a lot of teams and as you know, we've spoken about before and other people have spoken about in terms of the, not only the momentum that you get when you do get promoted, but also being set up to play 
in the championship rather than a short, potentially a short-term fix to get you promoted and then having to rebuild, re-sign players, get another way of playing once you're in the championship. We're sort of hopefully putting those building blocks in place now that would see us in good stead should we ever get out of this godforsaken league. Um, so, yeah, I can see us um, doing okay. You know, look at the teams, mm. you know, look at Sunderland, who were in a similar position to us last year. You know, they've gone and gone again. You know, the, the teams that are, you know, better than anyone here, Ben, the, the teams that are in the top eight, you know, they're, they're not teams that we should be particularly frightened of, are they? Some of the teams that are in and around that top top eight, top ten, there's no reason why we shouldn't expect to uh, hold our own, I'd have thought. I'll tell you who, I'll tell you, and I know this is not about about this, but how well are Luton doing? They yeah. stay in the course. Well, but that's that's the that's the proof of the pudding there. Yeah. Just stay our, the our good friends Barnsley finished in the playoffs. Luton have been in the playoffs. Actually, Coventry aren't far away. far away. These are all yeah. teams that have been in League One that have either had a lightning in the bottle season like Barnsley did, or in terms of Luton and Coventry, <laughs> they would you would say they've had a bit less financial input than mm. than uh, yeah we have to be very frank about this that yeah. what we're spending in league one is probably not what luton has spending to be fourth in the championship no. so on that amazing. basis yeah amazing and, and um, should we go up we'd be spending again to get us further up the league you would have thought yes um zorro arc nine games 27 available points how we how many are we get and i'm going 25 now look i think the important <laughs> thing we've got to understand about Zorro's going to be told off here no, 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 he's not going to be told off. No, no absolutely not. We, we, we love all the listeners. I would never tell them off much. Um, there's these, there's this kind of mix, isn't there, in this running where there's there's Wickham, there's Peterborough, there's Barnsley and there's Derby. It's almost like the other games are the important ones. You just have to win all of them. And draws, Dave, will bloody kill you in this running, won't they? Yeah, yeah, will. I mean, realistically, what do you say? So, so if if so, what what do you say? Ninety. Well, so that's another. Yeah, he's got twenty-five point, points. Yeah. 90, 97 <laughs> points. Ninety-seven points. If we don't go up with ninety-seven <laughs> points, I've I'm, said this many I'm times. We all stand away here my season ticket. and we give Stephen Schumacher a standing ovation, don't no, we? No, or no. Mike Duff. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, yeah, um, I mean, I think, I think, well, what, what would, what does it take? I mean, crikey, yeah, if you can, if you can get seven, as you say, the draw, draws kill you, but seven wins, seven wins will put you on what ninety six, ninety six, what is that? No, seven, I, yeah, I, seven I, wins Dave, will put you on ninety six. Dave, I think my broader point is, it's not the end of the world. There's four games there where it's not the end of the world if you win two of them and you lose two of them. Yeah, exactly. Wickham, yeah. Derby, Barnsley yeah, yeah. and Peterborough. Mm. It's not the end of the world, providing wins. You know, it, whereas if you're, like we were earlier in the season, yeah, in big games, drawing lots of them, yeah. that especially with Plymouth are going to be banging out home wins against Burton everybody, and whoever everybody. else. Got. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there we go. Right, I'm going to take this and I'm going to take it very advisedly. Gary, who will be the first person to be turfed in the air by Morsi at Pride Park? We all know the answer to that, but we don't we don't endorse hatchet jobs. We think David McGoldrick is a very, very good player, but I think we all know the answer to that question, don't we? And we we hope he's fit, but yes, that is exactly what's gonna be um yeah, yeah. happening. Um Craig, uh question finish second or guaranteed oh. win at Wembley in the play. I want to go to Wembley, Craig. Go oh, Craigie. If if Neil can guarantee it, then yeah, I'll I'll go to Wembley as well. Yeah, it's yeah, been me a while too. since we've been there, isn't it? Yeah, me <laughs> yes. too. We spoke about that last night. I think it's going to be a blue Monday shower bang as well, if it, if it happens. 
Um, LG, are you happy with the obligation to buy Hurst for two million if he makes ten starts with us? Um, I don't know whether there's any truth in that. No, uh, I don't know that. What whatsoever, but. Um, uh, um, Craig likes him. Would you like him at two million? Presuming um, it's a championship so. move. Yeah, I think so. In the championship, as Craig said earlier, he would be the sort of caliber of player you'd be look. You would certainly be looking towards. And um, yeah, Crikey, if he uh, if we can get him for two million, then absolutely. Um, Big cheese comedy. Do you think we can go unbeaten to the end of the season? I'm going to repeat the point I just made. I don't think we will, and I don't think that matters, providing there's six, seven. Wins, wins, yeah, in there. What do you think, uh, Craig? Yeah, yeah, and, and I think you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't be expecting to win our remaining what four, four home games, is it? So you know, there's. Well, there's I'll, I'll parlay this in at the same time from Colin. I think we can win all nine games. Do you lads? Um, well, if we do that, what, so what will that be? Fifteen in a row to go to win from. <laughs> <laughs> that's like oh, that's like Liverpool. It. That's like Liverpool under Paisley run. That's well, probably that season where Craig, where Man City got 101 and Liverpool got 100 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, yeah. That's but we're crazy. also going to win all nine wow. without conceding a, a goal again as well. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, can I just say with this streak thing at the moment? I don't feel comfortable using that Bristol Rovers game. Everyone going, oh, but we've got seven clean sheets. Everyone was moaning after that Bristol Rovers <laughs> game. We're not, we're not adding it to the start of a braggadocious run here. Still um, clean sheets. Is it like 18 goals without reply, isn't yeah. it? That's right. incredible. Uh, Steve, yeah. I think we've already answered about Colby Bishop, but thank you to the question. Rich, uh, dare I say it, but might the automatic business be done by the time we play? Yeah, I... the, um, well, I hope not, because I hope okay. we're still in. Inv- I think the title might, yeah, might be, be done, but it might be us. The, the Sheffield Wednesday should have won the title by then, shouldn't they? Yeah, I think April so. But well, I think maybe what Rich is alluding to there, it, it might be us. Plymouth might fall off a cliff, and it, you know, we might be up by then. Oh, well, we need to go. go. We need to go to Barnsley and draw to get automatic <laughs> promotion. Cue James Norwood e- in the ninety-eighth minute. Exeter, Exeter at home. It'll all be well. It all will be well. Don't worry. Uh, Kev, do you think Wednesday are cut and dry, especially if they lose to Barnsley? They are due a defeat. Um, they they are due a defeat. What goes up must come down. Again, I think they're probably, even if they did lose, they'd probably score seven at least points from the next three games, possibly nine after that. So I think they'll be all right. Uh, Neil, uh, Craig, take this one. If we get an injury at centre-half, would you play Clark or Danassi? No question that. Yeah, I think I think as as you say, I don't think you'd play Clark there. I think Clark's you know cementing his place and is yeah. pretty much integral to the way we play down that right hand side now. As you know, he's got his relationship with Burns. I'd I'd be tempted to put Ball there to be honest. Mm-hmm. Now he's he's a decent size, isn't he? He's, I say he's played there before, and he's you know slightly quicker, shall we say, than, than Richard Keogh. And I think he'd probably <laughs> he'd probably be trusted a bit more there than than Danassian as a as a central defender. He's a big guy and he's a he's a unit as well. So and he'd be com- I say comfortable on the ball. Um, Dave, this is a good question. Malcolm, um, Plymouth in the Papa John's final, is that good for us as another game? I actually think it is. I think... Um, oh, yeah, we, absolutely. Sunderland had the... And Rotherham, I think, last year, all got to that final and had poor runs after. On a, on a strength-sapping Wembley pitch. I hope it goes to extra time and penalties. And <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Coxie, uh, what is the thought on town kicking towards which end? It's oh, changed yeah. the last few home games. Uh, Craig, is that the other team winning the toss? Yeah, yeah it so is. Because you, yeah, you can, whoever takes the kickoff didn't win, didn't make the decision, basically. 
and we've been taking the kickoff. So it's the opposition that have been making the decision. Bizarrely, because you know, for the last three home games when we've done it, we've played very, very well in the first half because I've been watching all the other all the goals going at the very other end of the pitch. Yeah, it's 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 kind of nice, isn't it? Because they see it as some kind of marginal gain. Oh, yeah. we'll do whatever we can Just to try knock and them off. Yeah, knock Kill them off one. their stride. We would all do the same. Great thing is, it's completely not working. So, um, nice. yeah, I like that. Uh, Mullet Dave, uh, Midgilton in the Hall of Fame is a lovely touch after his time away from the club. Who would you put in there, Dave? Wow, who's who's left to who's well, left yeah. to go in? My God, that's yeah. That probably takes some thinking about that. When I'm just trying to think, who's not in there? Yeah, that's the question. Is Darren Bent in there. Mm. Stick those lot in there. Mate, oh, there you go. Yeah, well, obviously, well, Craig, Craig, obviously, your obvious choice for you. I, well. I assume he's not already in there, Craig, isn't he? No, I don't really? think so, no, mate. No, no, no. No, no that, that is a very, very good question, and one I give some yeah, thought. Give yeah. us some thought. Give us some thought. Yeah. We'll answer in Telegram. Wow. Is Mullet in Telegram? Yeah. He must be. Must nah, be. he's tight, isn't he? Is nah, he, not? he is. Don't think oh. so. Damn it. Um, Craig, do we know what's happened to Humphreys? Is it because Kay and what's expected? I think he's answered his own question there, hasn't he, Craig? Yeah, he, he was, Humphreys was there yesterday. He was like signing kids' autographs, walking along. They, they all sit behind the bench anyway. He was just wandering along in his, in his um, tractor trousers and what have you and shaking hands and saying hello to people. So, you know, he's around. I think he's probably played more than he was expecting, than the club was expecting um, this year. And it's you know, only, be, only good for him in the long run. But, you know, if you've got a choice of Luongo and Dominic Ball, you know, in the hurly-burly of a League One centre midfield, you'll, you know, with all due respect to Cameron Humphreys, you'll be putting those grown men in there for the battle, you would have thought, um, certainly for these last few games. I, I think I'm being mocked with this question here, but I'm going to take it anyway. Uh, Horse Hollerer, Ben, do you see any improvement <laughs> in our patterns of play compared to the dominant 3-0 versus Shrewsbury <laughs> under Paul Lambert? Um Yes, I do. We look like a much better football team. Um, I, I keep getting hit, banged over the head with that, don't I? But yeah, uh, Dennis, can we possibly see SW Cole back to the pack? I don't know what that means. If Barnsley do the business Tuesday, probably best to see Barnsley knocked down. Uh, Dennis, Sheffield Wednesday. That's Sheffield Sully. Come. It's, it's Sully. We Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield come Wednesday. back to back. No, that's, oh, a, come no for, that's gotcha. a no for me, um, Dave. Uh, probably best to see... Will they come back to the pack with a defeat? I, I've said that. No, I, no, I, I just don't think so. Because you, you say, you, you, I think you're right, Ben. They'll probably get seven out of the next nine points after yeah. that, even if they did. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Tony, uh, Craig, do you think Hurst has added that aggression nastiness? Not nasty, is he? He was yesterday. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. Spiky. He was yeah, winding he up. His... Actually, I saw him winding up Matt Pennington, wasn't he, at one point? Yeah, he left yeah. his foot in a couple of times okay. as well. Um, yeah, I think I think he's just playing with confidence. He's got a good confidence in his own ability. He knows he's a he's a good player and he's you know not scared to put it about. What he was, he was absolutely goosed on about 65 minutes. Uh. Poor guy could barely, barely break into a sprint. So, um yeah, pitch was probably... cutting up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all right, we've had a shed, out, we've had out a one shed load of rain, haven't we? But it was really yeah. cutting up yesterday. Yeah. yeah, they do. They the guys that play that number nine, as we've said before, they do have to do so much Shift. running from yeah. the front. Yeah, from back to forth, the goalkeeper to centre half, they sprint pretty much from the first whistle. Yeah, um, this is a great question. Can I can I start off on this one, uh, Chris Christoph Finn? Um, is it not easy to go up in the playoffs? Um, now than to have a nearly 100% record over nine games to go up automatic. I, what, where I think he's going with that is this idea of 
um, how you run in affects a potential possible playoff. And obviously people know my head explodes when people call the playoffs a lottery, which is totally the wrong word to describe them. They are, it is tournament football. It may be brutal. It may not always go as you expect it. Lottery, it ain't. But um, Dave, is there something to, I know we came a cropper to Charlton when they, I think they'd had an eight game winning streak going into them. And that winning streak continued right through the playoffs. We've seen teams rest a couple of players and throw the Aston Villa and then win the playoffs in the last couple of couple. Of, is there, is there almost, do you believe in that rationale that if you're focused right on second place up to the last minute, by definition, someone else in fifth and sixth could be way more focused on the playoffs than you've been. Well, we've seen it. We've seen it before, haven't we? We've seen it happen before. Um, you know, in those, um, we've all seen it in those Burley years leading up to the final. You know, leading up to two thousand when we finally did get up. You know, we saw it. We we're in pole 98, position. Ninety-nine, ninety-nine. Yeah, 90, yeah. Oh, we, 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 you know, we've seen that all. We've seen that all before. Um, oh, mate, I, it, it's, it, it is a lorry, but I think. You know, think, think when we last got in the playoffs, so 14, 15, we were just in a crap run of form, weren't we? I mean, after pretty much after crew, we just fell over the... Well, we did, and we got... Dave, you know, as I am always it, keen Darby. to point out at that time, sorry to interrupt, Dave, yeah. Norwich at that point had the highest ever wage bill the championship had ever wow. seen was really? what we were coming wow. up against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we, if you remember, we just fell over the line, you know, because Derby missed out last last game of the season. We, we got beat by Blackburn, didn't we? Derby, so we, yeah, we, we weren't in a great run of form then I'd, look I'd, if, if we continue this run of form and look say we don't make it which let's face it would probably mean oh, pff, we, yeah we'll probably will draw a, a couple of those games and a couple of defeats so we got you know five more victories in that would still be in a reasonable half reasonable run of form so yeah you'd, you'd hope to take that into the playoffs and 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 you know carry on that momentum but it's going to be a, a, a yeah, as we say, it's Ipswich, and it? it's our team. It's going to be a roller coaster nine games, isn't it? It just is. The thing is, once you get once you get to playoffs, miles behind the, the, the comments here. There's lots of there's lots of suggestions, but we'll put some of those up. Uh, so, sorry, Craig. Before you say your answer, can I just throw in we our big games have all been very tight this season. We haven't lost many of them, but they've been mm. they've been very tight. <laughs> Extra time. Yeah, that's right. And the thing is, once you get to the playoffs, it's a two get you know over two games. You would, you I'm would just hope. saying all the things I dread for if they actually happen. Craig, sorry, I've interrupted you 10 times. No, no, you're right. I was just saying, if over two games, you would hope that our, you know, the, the statistics and the stats bear it out that we just don't offer teams chances. So, so on a one-off game, you could probably think, crikey, you know, we might come a cropper in a one-off game. Over two a two-legged playoff semi-final, you would hope that you're playing for a longer period of time. So, therefore, the stats will bear out that the better team should... And also, yeah. Craig, just the strength of the squad. Crikey. Yeah. You know, look at the bench again yesterday. It's 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 ridiculous, really. Yeah. It really is. So then yeah, it, you would you would think, well, why why would we not go into it with you know everything else happened, okay, fourteen, fifteen seasons was a bit of an anomaly, but anomaly, but you know, everything else happened fifteen seasons ago or more. So yeah, oh, yeah you, not you, no one's affected by that, are they? Nah, not I at all. bloody well am. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all scarred. We're scarred. Yeah, yeah. Um, some great shout uh, Richard Wright, Colin Viljohn, Craig Forrest, Colin Viljohn. Colin Viljohn, Colin Paul is Cooper. a great. Is Paul Cooper not in there yet? Damian Willis. I'm just reading the ones out here. Oh, uh, Paul Cooper. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Eric Gates. Is he not? Phil Jones. No. Um, if Eric Gates isn't in there, then yeah. No, I'd, I'd say Eric Gates. Yeah. 
Phil Jones left under a bit of cloud, but what a great player. And those first, you know, those first great Robson, Robson teams, absolutely class player. But I didn't, sorry, I didn't realise that Gates or Cooper weren't in there. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, you are, I, either of those two are, are a great yeah, shout. Get the whole yeah. bloody squad in. Um, no, actually, one for me to finish. Uh, what did you make of the mess at Rotherham yesterday? I think oh, they wanted Christ. to get um, I do think they wanted to get the game <laughs> off, obviously, but I'm not saying there was, look, it was a ridiculous. <laughs> Were they not? They were pushing water onto the pitch. They were pushing water on the pitch. Look, I think that picture everyone's (laughs) seen was after the game had been called off um, in that corner of the pitch. So I think that was uh, the the world of Twitter. (laughs) Obviously, it suited them to get the game called off. Also, we saw something quite unusual at Portman Road yesterday. um, Cleaning of the Cobbold executive box windows while the match was in progress, Craig. From the inside or out? Outside. Outside in, yeah. Confessions of a window cleaner. Confessions of a window cleaner, yeah. During the game, <laughs> interesting, <laughs> very interesting. Right, um, guys. Obviously, we have no match at the weekend, uh, so we can't really look ahead. But I'm sure everybody will have their eyes on uh, Tuesday night, Accrington Stanley versus uh, Plymouth. Please draw. Um, and Barnsley versus Sheffield Wednesday. I will be there. I don't care what the result is. I think we've established that. But uh, do um, do check out my socials if you want to check in on, particularly on Barnsley, because I'm going to be seeing them firsthand. Then um, at the weekend, we do get a Sheffield Wednesday game. Plymouth and Bolton are in the Pizza Cup. We've got that Peterborough Derby game. And then we're over to next weekend. As Dave points out, Sheffield Wednesday and Barnsley both play in that midweek, I believe I'm right. So Sheffield Wednesday they've got Cheltenham. Exeter, Exeter Barnsley, Sheffield Exeter Wednesday, Barnsley. Cheltenham. So there's a lot to happen and a lot to talk about before we get there. And for all the people that say, oh, we just need to concentrate on ourselves. Yeah, we get it. But it ain't going to stop us talking about all the other stuff um, mm-hmm. going on. Right, Craig, last word from you. Uh, well, not a lot to say, really. Just just remember, Rotherham, 1-0 at home. You know, the, the football we're playing at the moment, the results again, it's just fantastic, isn't it? Just just drink it in while we can. <laughs> drink it in. Dave, last word from you. Pop master. <laughs> Pop master. Last word from me. Come on, <laughs> Accrington Stanley. Come on. <laughs> It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.